how to unleash your your true potential according to your DNA brain code. What is the key to real success in life? How can you achieve more success in your career or a more profound connection in your relationships? What is the secret sauce to greater satisfaction with self and life? You will find the answers to maximizing your most extraordinary asset, your brain. When you find yourself in an ever-present state of constant overwhelm or are frustrated because you feel you aren't achieving the desired success level, it is time to engage your brain. In this video, Brain Lady Julie shows how to understand your brain personally, personality connection to achieve success in all areas of life. So tune in and find out how to unleash your true potential. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show. I'm so pleased that you're here. Make sure to like and subscribe so you get future notifications. If you happen to be joining us during the show, make sure you leave your comments in the comments section and we can engage with you. All right, here we go on a wellness driven ride. Welcome to Candy Apple Advocacy, the podcast for parents who want to advocate for their children's education. I'm Jim Mallard, and I'm here with my wife, Tabby. We've been through the trenches of raising kids in the school system and know how tough it can be, but we also know how essential it is to advocate for your child and their education. That's why we started this podcast, to share our experiences and insights with other parents to help them become more effective advocates for their children. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from general education, general school advice, the school choices you have available to you, different education styles, individualized education plans, 504s, and all those key terms that you've heard but don't know what they are. We'll talk to experts. We'll also talk to parents and hear their stories. We'll share our stories with you and give you tools you need to be a strong advocate for your child and yourself. Whether you're a new parent, or have been in the game for a while, we invite you to join our community. Let's advocate together. I'm super thrilled to have with us today, Julie Anderson, AKA Julie, the brain lady, where over two decades ago, she researched how our brains, thoughts, and behaviors affect our bodily health, psychoneuroimmunology. Her research expanded into how we can leverage our unique brains to be more successful with less effort in our everyday lives. Julie began to see relationships change and business owners communicate more efficiently. She started to see parents and children repair communications. She saw lives change, so she established Your Best Mind, LLC, 
to get this breakthrough knowledge into the hands and minds of as many people as possible. Julie Anderson is genuinely changing the world one brain at a time. Please help me welcome Julie Anderson. Hello, hello. Hello. So excited to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show, Julie. I'm very happy to be here and honored to be one of your guests, April. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So we got a little taste about, you know, you and what you're doing and what you're trying to change in the world. But can you give our audience a little background of you yourself? Well, my journey started um, actually about three decades ago, and that's when I was Technically, I was studying for a degree in the field of natural health. I have three boys, and I had always been very organic since my teen years and very interested in natural health. And my goal at the time was to be a doctor in natural health. And one of the required courses was that big, long word you said, psychoneuroimmunology. And that, when I read the book, Head First, Norman Cousins, love the book, a little bit of a technical read at times, but if you like the topic of how your Thinking, your thinking, your thoughts, and your mind affect the chemistry in your brain and therefore affect your immune system. It's a wonderful book, Head First, Norman's Co Norman Cousins. It changed the trajectory of my career because then I decided, well, what else? What else can um, neuroscience show us about the brain, about <clears throat> what I like to call the practical application of this complicated neuroscience. And so then I just became a self-proclaimed brain geek. Like I just, over the years, I follow many neuroscientists. I've read their studies, their white papers, their books, and kind of, you know, pulled it all together to create your best mind as the avenue to, you know, get this information out to the general public. Because when you understand what's going on up here, you can change, your relationships change, everything changes for the better. So. That's kind of where I got to where I'm at now. Yeah. And you you said you have three boys, correct? Yes. And three wonderful boys. You you homeschooled all three of your boys from what their their all of their school life. Is that correct? Correct. All of their school life. Um, a couple of them did go on to do college courses. Uh, but yeah, for their from kindergarten the word go until they they graduated high school and the for about 10 years of that 16 year journey I had the information on the brain and how the brain learns the boy brain versus the girl brain so it was a huge help in in our homeschooling journey but yeah they are now 35 33 and 30 and I would not change any of of those days with them I just wanted to go that route, Julie, because as a parent of three girls, the definitely, you know, there is a difference between the girl brain and the boy brain. But, uh, you know, as a parent doing that in the homeschooling, because I, too, have homeschooled at various times during my girls' uh, school life. And that is a feat in and of itself. And so I thought that that might be a really great um, avenue. I mean, why you chose to start thinking, you know, more about how we think, right? Because you were schooling. Yeah, totally. Totally. I, there were certain, you know, when you first go into the homeschool or schooling your kids at home, you kind of have this pre-ingrained, like if we went, if you and I went to, to 
you know, quote unquote, normal school, public school, we had that kind of ingrained in our brain. This is the way you're supposed to learn. Mm. Here's your grade level expectations. Here's where you're supposed to be in first grade and third grade and fifth grade and so on and so forth. And when you understand the developing brain and you understand the ways that the brain likes to learn, you realize uh, it's John Medina who said in his book, Head Brain Rules, he said, if you want to create a learning environment that is directly opposed to what the brain likes to learn in, you'd create the school system we have in the United States and Western society. Mm-hmm. So once you're able to utilize that neuroscience to adapt or change the direction, break out of the, the confines that we're raised with on how, you know, sitting in a sterile desk and having everything in the right place and, you know, and change it to go into experiential learning where the brain is involved in the whole body's involved. It's, it's night and day difference in the enjoyment level, as well as in how quickly the subjects are covered. Right. And so this, this not only goes, well, let's just say this, let's marry the two where you, you marry school life and work life. Now we've moved into adult and it's all the same thing, right? You know, the environments that we put ourselves has a direct link and effect of our, our brain response. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's a lot of research that's just been done in the last few years, uh, over the brain and, the having your home office, working from home, and where you should have your workstation for the reduced amount of stress. Because like, for example, you never do not, and if you are working from home, do not have your office or your desk, your workstation in your bedroom. Your bedroom is not for work. So basically, you confuse the brain and it causes the lower levels of the stress response to kick in, right? Because the bedroom's <laughs> supposed to be for sleep and maybe right. other things, but it's supposed to be for right. And so if you're if you go in there to sleep and your brain sees this stack of papers, then it gets confused as to whether it's supposed to stay alert or it's supposed to break down, you know, calm down. So little tweaks like that, little things that that you can change in your life, reduce your stress. And when you reduce your stress, you improve your health because of all the connections in the brain. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. I always say stress is the number one killer. So yes, when you give tips and tricks to reduce that, uh, and you know, how our, again, going back to our brain's response to all of that, then it's greatly helpful. Tell me, Julie, what was it, uh, when was it that you became very, very passionate about the neuroscience? Um, I, I think it was back, it was Norman Cousins and his writing. And I mean, there's so many different, uh, Richard Ristake, um, John Medina, Richard Hare. I mm. think the, I became just obsessed with the brain personality connection in 2009 when I learned Richard Hare's uh, research, Dr. Richard Hare's research and the energy expenditure in the brain. And it, which, it's just so fascinating to me that they can show from a scientific study, you know, the scientific yeah. proof, they can go look at this brain scan. This is what's going on. And then if you change it, this is how it improves it or makes it it's function worse, you know, based on your actions or your thoughts. And I think that probably around 2009 is when it was just like, 
wow, it affects even our personality, like that literally the firing mm-hmm. in, in your brain. Because for so many years, it was all attributed to the nurture factor, right? Who raised you, how you were raised, what were the expectations, but that's only half of it. The other half mm-hmm. of it is what I call your DNA brain code, which is actually coded just like your eye color, your hair color, all of that in, in your DNA. So it was probably about then that I just got really, really fascinated. And I, I just ordered my husband, the Amazon box came with seven new books. My husband's like, <laughs> more neuroscience books. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you're right. It is fascinating. It is, it is like the opening, uh, I don't know. When you when you see that science, I agree with you, Julie, is what I'm saying, because it, it truly does. You, you want to learn more. You're like, oh, my gosh, if that's possible, what else? What else is there? And then you just want to investigate further and find out more. And um, yeah, so very, very cool. I love that you've given us a bunch of books and authors to learn ourselves. Were there anything you said back in 2009 is when you started seeing that it, uh, it changes our tell me again, remind me. So it was, that was when I learned about Dr. Richard Hare's research, and he was studying personalities. And well, technically, he was studying something else. But what as a result of the brain scans that he was doing, he noted that different individuals had the ability to use different quadrants of their brain, four main quadrants, two on the left, two on the right, with up to one one hundredths the amount of energy, like literally glucose burn, right? Because that's what they're watching on the PET scan machines. And he, when he noticed this, when he saw this, he was, he just dove into and studied that specifically. So what he discovered was that each of us have the ability to use one of those four quadrants based on his research. Obviously, we can't say that emphatically unless every single brain gets scanned, right? But based on the, on the research, to use one of those four quadrants with up to one one hundredth the amount of energy. So it becomes automatically, it should automatically flow into our personality. And there's two big implications of this. One is when you know that, you understand why things come easy, why things are difficult, because the diagonally opposite quadrant of the brain is the most labor intensive, so it's the hardest. So you understand, oh, this is my gift, right? It's very freeing. It's very, Mm -hmm. you're able to step into the power of that natural gift. The other implication is the damage that it does to your brain and to your body and your health when you fight against your DNA code. When because of the way you were raised or trauma or um, societal expectations, family expectations, those types of things, the insignificant things said to you by significant people in your life, if those Mm -hmm. things push you away or cause you to conceal that natural brain DNA code, now you're going to make yourself sick. Life's not going to be easier. Life's going to be more stressful. And you're actually laying yourself open to the potential to have chronic chronic illness. So very, I mean, we're talking life-changing information. And it, it's just fascinating. When you have an awareness of, of these quadrants of your DNA, you know, how you normally show up or what's most beneficial for you because of your DNA. Um, Now you're talking about 
our experiences in childhood and how we responded to it. When you when you know these things about you and how you're wired, so to speak, is is there ways to you know address those or handle those on an emotional level, like why you responded this way and that way? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think probably the biggest thing when I very first learned the brain energy expenditure advantage that I just talked about with Dr. Hare, when I first understood that or learned that, it was like a weight lifting off my shoulders because there are so many things in, in our lives. There were so many things in my life that I was like, well, why can't I do that better? Mm. No matter how hard I try, I'm still, I have done, taken courses. I have done all this work to achieve a certain level of competency in this particular area of my life or this skill and it still is hard for me and I still am exhausted by the end of the day and when you understand that then it was like all of a sudden I was like oh wait a minute uh, of course that's difficult for me because it takes a hundred times as much energy literally glucose oxygen micronutrition in the brain a hundred times as much every single second that I'm doing it yeah so I'm going to stop doing it. <laughs> right? It's just like, oh, that's just the way my brain's wired. And it no longer becomes what's wrong with me. It becomes, oh, that's just not my gifted area. Right. It's just the way that I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge, that that's a huge mind shift, right? Yeah, because now you're, yeah, you're no longer critical of yourself. You're now owning it yeah, and becoming proud of what you used to be critical of. So you're taking a negative emotion and getting rid of that negative emotion, which has negative results in your immune system, negative results in your ha happiness, and you're replacing it with a positive viewpoint, which in turn has positive results in your happiness and in your, in your mm. overall health. Yeah. That is so cool. And in 2009, when this really became the spark, you birthed your best mind, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's, I tied, I tied in the homeschooling, right? It was kind of funny. I was sitting, listening to a coach and I w went to, to speak to a coach um, for my mom and her book. She's a fictional, she writes fiction and we were trying to figure out, you know, how do we promote her and blah, blah, blah. And so I went in and I asked was asking advice for that. And after, you know, 15 minutes in the conversation, the coach looks at me and she goes, you should write a book. And I'm like, what would I write a book about? <laughs> and it, you know, I said, I've been, I've homeschooled for the last X number of years. And she said, that's what you write the book about. And so within three months, my, my first book came out, uh, quickest way to insanity, homeschool your kids. No, it's not a comedy. It's really, it's really the practical application of the neuroscience, right? So how to teach your kids with their individual brains in mind. Anyways, that came out within a few months. And, and that's when I established Door Best Mind. It's my parent company. And since then, it's grown into other writings. And I do a lot of professional speaking and corporate training. I have a huge, beautiful coaching program to train other people to teach all this or incorporate all this wonderful, powerful um, information into their own businesses. So yeah, it's become it's become a, a very big, beautiful brain business. <laughs> uh, it is. It is. And 
All right. Well, let's move into our first commercial, Julie. And when we come back, let's talk some more about that because I'm excited to learn more about that big, beautiful brain business when we get back. Sounds good. Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it. Hi, I'm April Hove, the Managing Director of the Fort Worth, Texas chapter of eWomen Network. I'm so excited that you stopped to watch this video. I've got good news for you. You have just discovered an international network of women entrepreneurs who are committed to helping you achieve, succeed, and prosper. We are on a mission to help 1 million women entrepreneurs each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. Here at eWomen Network, we have a complete success system that supports you every step of the way in building and growing your business. You being here right now is no accident. We're supposed to know about you. We want to meet you to find out how we can help you as well as learn about what you have to offer. With over 500,000 women connecting through 118 chapters across the US, Canada, Australia, and the UK, you are never alone. If this is resonating with you, please go to eWomenNetwork.com slash Fort Worth. Notice too, my contact information. I invite you to reach out to me and check out our upcoming in-person and online events. I am really looking forward to introducing you to our community. So welcome back. Let's let's talk a little bit more about your best mind and how you dive in and show people about their brains and the chemistry behind it. Well, I connect you to this really interesting contraption. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, there's no mechanics involved. Electrical currents shooting through your head. <laughs> No, um, I have, we developed a, a very comprehensive, it, it was years in the making. Uh, I found that I, I love personality assessments. I know a lot of people do, but I found a lot of them were not uh, comprehensive enough. They weren't mm -hmm. all inclusive enough that covered all of the facets of the brain connected to your personality. Most of them just cover those, a lot of the psychological factors. They don't cover it all. So we developed the um, brain personality assessment which is takes about 20 minutes. It's a, it's a decent uh, assessment, not to scare anybody off, but um, you get a 37 page report and it really dives deep into where are your natural brain strengths. Like when you're answering those questions, it's not about a right or wrong answer. You have to stop and think, does this task come easy to me? 
because there's a huge difference between doing something well and doing something easy. So does it come easy to me? For example, if I did it, if I was doing it for five hours, it felt like I was only doing it for 30 minutes versus do I, did I learn how to do it well because of my upbringing, because of my schooling, because of my guidance counselor, because of, because of, because of, did I learn to do it well? And therefore I can do it. But when I've been doing it for an hour, it feels like I've been doing it for 10, right? So it, it, it's the difference between doing something well and doing something easy. So once we get that, you know, once we have that baseline, so to speak, to work with, well, now I can guide my clients how to best utilize that information in whatever they've come to me for, either in their personal relationships and how they communicate better in sales, how to sell better, sell better in their business, how to get their brain in their business and build their business around their brain Mm -hmm. instead of just spinning their wheels, how to manage their time, energy, get past stuck, block, understand procrastination and um, distraction, right? How to focus. All of that then comes from, from what we can do based on that, that starting point. So I have, I have a few questions because You mentioned it's different than just a merely psychological test, or you were seeing that most of the tests that were created were mainly psychological. Now, my law enforcement background, I have taken so many psychological tests, Julie, because they they force you to. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's just awful. It's like hours and hours of, okay, um, I'll give you an example, because I was, it's funny, I was just thinking about it the other day, but... um, I think that one of the questions was, do you like uh, Disney's Dumbo or Alice in Wonderland? And, you know, like, do you like pink elephant fence? And it was just the strangest questions. And it's like, well, how do you want me to answer this? Am I supposed to answer this? Like, yeah, they're not bad. I mean, pink elephants are cool. Or do I answer this? Oh, no, no. Because if I answer it that way, then you're going to think I'm, you know, messed up or something, (laughs) or I like drugs or, you know, whatever. So, um, you know, I I would love to, for you to shine a little bit of light on the differences that you were noticing. And the other thing that I would love to know is, you know, I know that you work with corporate and you, and you work with, you know, um, in that arena, what about, places like law enforcement or first responders where, you know, they really have to be in the right mind in order Mm -hmm. to perform. And so that's the reason why they're given those psychological tests. Does your tests do the same things or produce the, the vital information that they're looking for in that? I would, I, not having been in that or, or knowing exactly what it is they're looking for with a pink elephant question, right? Like, <laughs> it exactly, are you are you looking for um, the, the the stability of this individual or are you trying to find out if they're going to, you know, be stereotyping different groups of people? It, it would depend, right? One of the things that the test does is we not only identify your natural brain gifts, but we also identify what's called your emotional tone. Mm-hmm. And that can be very helpful, especially in those situations where the job or the career is incredibly high stress, right? We want to know where your emotional tone is, because even if you're in a high stress situation like law enforcement, you still want to be an over uh, on the you still want to be on the positive side. 
right? Now, I'm not talking about euphoric positivity. Absolute positivity 100% of the time is actually dangerous because that means we're not listening to the warning signals that our brain might be sending us that this is a bad situation. Right. We need to stay away from that. So absolute, the sun is always shining. Positivity is not the best you want, but you do want to have a positive bent, right? There's a difference between the two. Yeah. Um, so in situations like that, if you're dealing with high stress individuals or people in first responders, then it's going to be, where are they at on that? Are they constantly in the doom and gloom um, realm? And if they are, we need to adjust that. We need to find out why. Is it because they're overstressing their brain in some way? If so, what can we do? And for individuals in those situations, doing things like mindful meditation is incredibly important. Yeah. I think that is something every single first responder needs to practice on a daily basis. Absolutely. Because it's going to help them in those instant moments. They're going to be able to, when the yeah. stress is off the charts, they're going to boom, bring themselves back to the now and be able to focus clearly and unemotionally in that given situation. So there's there's certain things that we would look for in that. And then we would give practices, daily practices or ideas on how to, the how to's manage that and come back to a healthy baseline. Ah, oh, that's that I like that, and I and I love the name of it. Tell tell me again, because April forgot. It's the name. The, of how the the what do you call the measurement of it? Or oh, just your name, your emotional title. right. So the it's a brain personality assessment, but it's your emotional tone. Emotional. We want to thank you. Yeah, that's we want to know. Was. Yep, yep. We want to know where cool. you're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. So. Let's jump in a little bit to, you said there's four quadrants. Yes. Tell me, tell me a little bit about each one. Okay. So there's, there are five facets to the brain personality connection as a whole, right? There's your nurture, who raised you, how you're raised, all of that. There's your sensory modality. How do you process incoming data most efficiently and effectively in the brain? There's your introversion, extroversion level. So where are you at? Are you an introvert, an extrovert, an ambivert? It, it, affects how you process all of this or how much stimulus your brain wants to function at its peak. There's your brain gender. If you, if the Y chromosome is present in your chromosomes, right, you, your brain gets a chemical bath at six weeks gestation that changes it in 12 main areas. And the last one is the brain quadrant dominance, which is what I, what you just asked about. So there's two on the left, two on the right. And if you want, I actually have pulled up a slide in my PowerPoint that I can share. Would you like me to share that? Because it just I, has. Yeah, I would love that. Okay, let me let me see here. Let me share a slide. Oh, 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 oh. You know it? Um, oh, it wants me to upload the file. I have to share a screen. Let me see. Can I share a screen? Share a screen. There we go. Yeah. There we go. You see me. Um, <laughs> okay. Can you can you see the the slide? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Let me. So uh, I might. Nope. If I take us out. Yes. Go ahead. I can okay. see it. <clears throat> okay. Good. So I'll just leave it up for a second, really quick, or for a few seconds, really quick. 
when you're looking at the four quadrants of the brain, so here's your four quadrants of the brain in this in this picture, right? There's the two on the left, the two on the right. The top, the, the skills, the things that the boss or the front left is gifted in are things like the logical, inductive, deductive reasoning, telling people what to do, delegating authority, fact-based problem solving, making fact-based decisions. They've mm -hmm. actually um, identified the home of competition. It is housed in the front left quadrant of the brain. So all of those types of things primarily rely on this quadrant of the brain to work out of. So individuals who spend the least amount of energy to work there, it flows naturally into their, in their personality. Yeah. So what I Go love ahead. about that is you're saying that individuals who are, are more heavy in this area, they enjoy and thrive in a competitive work zone. Exactly. Like that's yes. how you want to meet them. You want to allow them to express their competitive nature. Exactly. Exactly. And they're gifted at it. So you can utilize that, you know, if you have a, a, a position or a task that needs that attitude or that gift, then that's where you put that person. Yeah. And right? if, if that happens to be you, you can just say, you know what? I'm not, I'm not a jerk or anything. This is just me. I exactly live with being competitive and that's how I do my best. That's how I show up the best way in this world. Yes. Absolutely. So cool. absolutely. Yeah, very much so. And it's the same with all four of those quadrants, right? Depending on what it is. So for the master coordinator, whenever we're doing in any of us are doing anything that's very, um, <clears throat> very organizing, uh, sequencing mm. things, alphabetizing things, the home of uh, spelling is in this back portion, back left portion of the brain. So individuals who only spend one one hundredth the amount of energy to work there. Hey, guess what? They're gifted at spelling. <laughs> They're the ones that can rattle off these long words without even a hiccup, right? Yeah. Um, doing the detailed, but this is all about details in this quadrant of the brain. So recalling the details, the fact-based details of memories, um, doing things that are are very sequential, data entry, um, the same thing over and over again. They're gifted in it because they're only spending one one hundredth the amount of energy to work there. Right. Yeah. So it again, these are these are your great, your great organizers, the great every every single entrepreneur needs one of these on their team because they're <laughs> the ones that are going to do all those detailed tasks that you don't want to do. Yeah. Um, something that's really interesting now when you go to the right side of the brain is that the right hemisphere of the brain has many more neural connections to the limbic system and the limbic system of the brain, which I think I have a little, oh, I'm not on camera. Anyways, <laughs> it has, it is a home of emotion as well mm -hmm. as has a lot to do with the immune system. But the right hemisphere has many more neural connections to that portion of the brain, which means that this is the, this is the, the DNA reason why right brainers feel more, sense more and express mm -hmm. more emotion than left brainers because their brain's literally wired that way right so it's something not to suppress it's something to be proud of and then your posterior right is the very um sentimental this is the very harmonious the home of music is in the back right mm -hmm. so they're oftentimes gifted with music um their their memories based on emotions they have uh everything is about peacekeeping harmony making people happy 
that's this quadrant. And the last of the four quadrants is the innovator brain quadrant. So that is all of your future thinking, all of your outside of the box thinking, your innovation. They really, when any of us are, are focusing on the way things can be versus the way things are, we're using this section of the brain. So for those people that spend one one hundredth the amount of energy, hey, it's it's their gift. They do it naturally. It's this is where the big picture is because when you look at this, and I'll take it off screen share here directly, but when you look at this, the diagonally opposite is the area of your brain that's the hardest to work out of. So the innovator never wants to go get a clerical job. The boss never wants to go get a caretaking job. The caretaking <laughs> The, the nurturer never wants to go, you know, run a multi-million dollar business because it's going to overextend their brain so much, right? So that's the, looking at it diagonally, you want to keep that in mind too. But just in a real quick glance like this, when you look at it, you're able to see where you fit and then stop and think about where you're actually living your life. Mm. Does it match? Mm. Right? Because if it doesn't match, then that means you're literally spending tons more energy, burning more glucose, you know, more oxygen, more micronutrition to get through every day. So are you exhausted at the end of the day? Might want to take a look. <laughs> oh, fascinating. And wow, I, I just I just love how you showed the visuals and walked us through that. And we'll go into another commercial, but when we get back. I would love to know and for you to share with the audience how knowing this and creating this has made an impact in your world and how you show up when we come back. Awesome. Sounds good. Bella Grace means so many things to me. Um, I still remember being a young woman and having that name in my heart. And I also am a mother of two young girls now. I love more than anything to spend time with them. I wanted to do something that would be empowering, deliver amazing, proven products that work to the marketplace, but most importantly, give amazing opportunity to people all around the world. It truly is her passion. After over 25 years in the pharmaceutical medical world, I've dealt with lots of doctors, lots of chemists, lots of scientists. So when I saw all the double blind clinical studies that validate and back up beyond a shadow of a doubt that have over 10 years of proven results. It's truly beauty from the inside out. We knew that we were going to be bringing a very disruptive force to the health and wellness world. And uh, that's exactly what we've done. We have exclusives to make sure that nobody can replicate or duplicate what we've brought to market. The amazing shine, the amazing plumpness, the hydration. It's as if you're watching magic happen right in front of your eyes. It's something you don't get with the most expensive products out there. We started interviewing influencers. We started interviewing influencer companies. So we thought, what if we could give them more? And that's exactly what we've given them is an influencer model, exactly what they wanted and expected with an affiliate model built around it. They give you a platform to become an influencer. 
customer service, marketing department, manufacturer, the, the packaging, the people that are doing our software, the comp plan. Every single person here are literally experts in their definitive field. It's over 100 years of experience in the direct selling world. So we've been able to partner these two worlds and bring the best of the direct sales affiliate marketing world with the passionate social media influencing world and bring them together. That's something that we haven't seen out there yet. The best tools possible, the best platform possible that anybody, even if you weren't an established influencer, you could come here and build out a community of influencers. Anytime, anywhere, on my phone. It doesn't matter who you are, what your following is. Bella Grace is giving us all the opportunity to create a business for yourself. This is the time to take advantage of that. Or more about Bella Grace in the description below. And Julie, coming back to you, I would love to know and to share with our audience with all of this that you have created and designed this assessment, how has it in turn recreated how you think and show up? Well, it is tremendous. Like I said, back when I first, <clears throat> back in 2009, when I first really grasped this energy expenditure advantage in the brain and that just built on what I had learned with psychoneuroimmunology right and I had always in my family I'm one of five daughters and in my family I am the healthiest right all my other sisters mm -hmm. suffer from autoimmune disorders or from some kind of chronic illness including my mother and it was always very interesting to us it was like Julie why why you well part of it is i do live a high level wellness lifestyle between working out and um you know exercise and and eating well but it also has a lot to do with my viewpoint on life and with being more in that positive realm versus the negative realm and when i then added to that that psychoneuroimmunology, I added the brain energy expenditure advantage and all of that that I learned in 2009. It was like, okay, now I have to take one more step for my health and wellness and my longevity and my happiness in my relationships to incorporate this understanding as well. So like immediately, the first thing I did was we hired a, a bookkeeper for my husband's business because <laughs> up to that point, I was doing all the bookkeeping and I did it it just took a lot out of me. Like literally Monday morning when I would, I would spend all day Monday in the office and I had somebody come watch the kids that day. And I told them all, unless the house is on fire, do not, you know, or somebody's bleeding, don't disturb me because, and I was a grump. Well, now I all of a sudden was like, oh, I understand why I'm grump. This takes so much extra energy in my brain. I'm done. We're going to hire it out. And so we've made everything from those professional decisions as to who we bring on in a team in creating the business and in running your best mind or my husband's business, but also in the way that we communicate our, mm. in, you know, improvement, it, it has improved my communication with my husband and our understanding of each other so much, right? So much because sometimes I'll just be rambling and I'll be talking about something and I'll get this look this kind of grumpy look from my husband. And he's like, you lost me. And I'm like, <gasps> male brain, right? I, I instantly <laughs> forgot or remembered that, oh, I had forgotten when you keep in Sorry, mind really? oh no 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 that's fine <laughs> when you, you forgot yeah go ahead yeah so when you forget mm -hmm. 
or when you have those moments of miscommunication or frustration and interacting with another person, all of a sudden you, I can just take that deep breath. By the way, if you want to engage your prefrontal cortex, which is your higher thinking, inhale and exhale through your nose, right? Don't, don't do the, that's relaxation. Do the, that actually, and scans shows activity in the front part. Anyways, yeah. you take that breath and you go, okay, wait a minute. Think receiver not sender, because we all send information on our default. That's just human nature. But when we really want the other person to improve that relationship with the other person or that other person to understand the message we're sending, we have to think about how does their brain need to receive that information. And this is one of the big things that corporates hire me for, right, is that leadership. How does a leader really engage psychologically their team and motivate them through understanding their natural gifts and communicating with them in a way that creates psychological safety and reaches their brain. So it's been a tremendous benefit. Not only do I have a business now and a career that I absolutely love because it's all talking about the brain, but it's improved so many of our relationships. And I've got lots of little brain minions running around. You know, my kids are always saying, yeah, I was talking to so-and-so. And they're totally, a totally a boss brain. And... <laughs> Or, oh, they're really an introvert. So I had to be really careful how loud I was. And, you know, it's Aww. like all of these, the, the you know, offshoots of benefits in other people's relationships because yeah. they were raised with this info. I love that. Yeah, it definitely has. It, it's like structuring in them and building this awareness of how they, you know, are able to respond to others. And that is a really cool thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, it's, it's just wonderful information when you see the aha moments, you know, it, or somebody comes up at, to me afterwards and I'm like, oh, I just understand this person so much better mm -hmm. now, just because they listen to me talk for 45 minutes. Like that's, that's powerful. And that's the power of the information. It's not all about me. It's just about the information that I bring to the table that, that is so powerful and it's changing lives. It's doing wonders. Yeah. yeah. I want to go back a little bit and if that's okay with you yeah, and let's shed a little bit more light on that breathing, Julie, because I know you wanted to skim over it, but I think it's really, really important. And I, you know, breathing techniques have been such a huge part of my awareness and transition and self-healing that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and to reduce stress that I want to shine some more light on that. So, um, and I first learned about breathing in and out through the nostrils and not out the mouth. Um, well, I, I think I did it in a few ways during law enforcement, but also primarily when I attended Dr. Joe Dispenza's retreat and he coaches you to do that. So do you want to put a little highlight on that again and walk us through it once more? Sure. So when, when people are in a stressful situation, the first thing they tend or we've kind of had drilled into our minds, you know, is, is okay. You got to relax. You got to relax. Well, yes, you want to, you want to calm your, your amygdala. You want to get the energy back up to your thinking portion of your brain, because that's what the amygdala does when you're stressed is it sucks everything out of the thinking portion. So this is your executive center, right? The, the, the frontal cortex of the brain is your executive center. When you're stressed, when you're in a high intensity moment, the oxygen actually leaves that section of the brain. It gets sucked down to be rerouted into life-supporting systems. 
what you want to do is you actually want to breathe in through your nose, hold it and breathe out through your nose. So it's kind of the same patterning. And you want to do this when you're doing your mindful meditation as well, right? You want to breathe in so we can do it together. Breathe in for a count of four, hold for a count of two, exhale through your nostrils for a count of four. So let's just do it together. Really? Are ready? Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Goal here is not necessarily to create that relaxation. Now, I'm not saying don't do that. If you're really tense, do a couple of relaxing breaths and then do a couple of these breaths. Because neuroscience has shown, these scans have shown that when you exhale through your nose like that, you're actually re-engaging or sending oxygen, bringing oxygen back up to that executive center in your brain. And that gives you the ability to now logically think. So let's say somebody's yelling at you, you're in a stressful situation, uh, you just got off a very, you know, a bad phone call, or you're in a meeting and there's a lot of agitation. When you remove yourself and do a couple of those deep breaths, and you can do it, count of six, hold for three, exhale for six. I just do that for, um, for practice, for the example. What you're actually doing is you're saying, okay, wait, brain, I need you to think. I don't necessarily need my body to relax in this moment. This isn't a relaxation moment. This is a higher thinking moment. I have to think myself out of this situation or I have to think about what is the best way to handle all of this tension that is going on in the meeting or mm -hmm. in the argument with my spouse or in the, you know, the children acting bad, poorly, right? You want to think. Mm -hmm. And that's why you do the breathing exercise that way. And when you combine this exercise and just practicing this a couple of times a day, especially like if you're an entrepreneur and you're sitting at your desk and you've been sitting for a while and you're kind of getting that brain fog, perfect time. Get up, move, going from a sitting to a standing position after you've been sitting for more than 30 minutes will increase the oxygen level to your brain by 10 to 15 percent. So get up and move. Hydrate. Hydration's incredibly important. We could do a whole show on hydration. <laughs> and then do a couple of those deep breaths, exhaling through your nose, because now you're engaging the, the problem solving section of your brain and you can handle, okay, how do I solve this problem, this challenge that I'm now faced with? So it's a, it's a very good technique. And if you practice that at the same time every day that you're practicing your mindful meditation, what winds up happening is you're training your brain to respond in an instant to the situation, to any stressful situation. So the more you practice it, the easier it becomes when all of a sudden, you know, there's something immediately, immediate that you have to respond to. You just go, and your brain knows exactly what to do. Oh, that's a very powerful technique. You're correct, because our bodies want to respond to what we're consistently doing. And it yep. does it in an automatic way. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's powerful when you start to realize and then you start to see it in your own. They actually, with mindful meditation, not necessarily the breathing, but with the mindful meditation, they started doing a lot of research around that, which is very different than your relaxation meditation 
techniques, right? It's one is a very active thinking and one is not. So we're talking about actually that mindfulness, that mindful meditation. They started doing a lot of research with that with um, the soldiers that were go going and coming back from the war in Afghanistan, right? Or was it the Gulf War? I think it was the Gulf War because it was back a little bit further. And, mm -hmm. and noticing the differences in the way that they could handle the trauma and the stress that they were going through when they trained them to mm. be instantly the PTSD was much more under control because in those moments when they're triggered, they had trained their brain to come back to the now instead of being in that trauma space. So lots mm. of fascinating neuroscience. That's that here. really, really is. And I think it's the first time that you I've ever heard somebody really explain uh, the differences like that, where um, either if you could give an example of the, the two meditation differences or and or where where can somebody find that that mindful meditation? You can always I train it. So you can always reach out to me, shoot me an email, info at yourbestmindllc.com. Um, and the, so really the differences are when you are doing the relaxation meditation, when you're sitting in that quiet space and you're trying to more clear your mind, right? That is one thing. That's when you're doing those repetitive breathing patterns, you're exhaling through your mouth, you're perhaps making sounds as you're exhaling through your mouth, right? That's some of the techniques that they teach. I don't particularly, te I don't teach that myself, but that's, it's all about really just kind of clearing and going into kind of a, a, a non-thinking space and relaxing, right? All of your muscles and, and your body. Whereas the mindful meditation, what you're training your brain to do is to focus on this exact moment. Hmm. So as you're doing it, you're focusing, you're sitting with your feet square on the ground, you're feeling every sensation in your toes, in the bottom of your feet, on the top of your feet, your ankles, and you slowly work all the way up to the top of your head, out to your extremities. Then you pay attention to your surroundings, right? Uh, close your eyes so that you don't have the visual stimulus because you really, 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 really want to focus. And you're paying attention to every sound you hear, to the temperature of the room, to the beat of your heart, right? So what you're doing is you're just focusing like all of your energy and all of your thoughts are right now, this exact moment. What that does is it releases the stress of whatever you're stressing about it releases the stress of, of the trauma that was triggered in PTSD situations. And I, I do want to do a little disclaimer here. I, I'm not a psychotherapist. If you suffer from PTSD, please consult with your, you know, with your, your practitioner, the person you're seeing. If you're not seeing someone, I encourage you to seek out a mental health professional. So I just want to put that in there. Um, but what that does is it just trains the brain to in any stressful moment, you can just plant those feet on the ground and go, bottom of my feet, ankles, legs, right now, what's going on in my life right now, right now. And you, your brain will instantly start to do that. And with those couple of deep breaths, if you're practicing that every day, right, with those couple of deep breaths that somebody yells at you, you just go, feet, ankles, legs, okay, now. Let's logically mm. think about this situation. 
how do we handle it? How do we fix it? How do we make it better? It just slows everything. It slows your heart rate. It sucks. When, when you understand what goes on in the brain when you're hit with stress, if your brain feels there's any kind of danger to you, it will, the amygdala takes over. Mm-hmm. It sucks all the available oxygen out of the front part, crowd in the brain, slows to a crawl your digestive system, slows to a crawl your immune system, because those three things are not needed right now in this moment to get you from point A of danger to point B of safety, which could be running away from a, a person with a gun, right? Yeah. In that moment, it's autopilot. The same thing happens when you're triggered by somebody yelling at you, uh, when you're triggered by opening up a huge bill, right? When you're triggered by a past memory, that exact same response takes place in the brain because the subconscious doesn't know the difference between real and perceived danger. Right. Right. So in Mm -hmm. that moment, you want to be able to instantly regain control, instantly get your digestive system, your immune system moving and and get your thought processes back because that's the only way you're going to be able to navigate your way through that stressful situation without losing all emotion you know yeah this mindful meditation like just intensifies the meaning of being totally present exactly you know it 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 just makes you be aware of you know, so much more, every single sensation that you can experience is is something that you want to hone in on. So that is really great. Thank you so much for that description. Uh, And walking us through that, that was really fun. I love learning about these things. We're going to walk into our last commercial. And then when we get back, Julie, tell us what you offer in your program, because I know that our audience would love to know what you do behind the scenes, what you offer to the community. So stay tuned when we get back. Hello, everyone. I am Kim Jacobs, the host of The Kim Jacobs Show. And you all know who's right here with me, Dr. Les Brown. How are you, Dr. Brown? I'm blessed and highly favored. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time you want to give yourself a competitive edge. If you got a message, you have some knowledge or experience, a story, or if you want to do something adventurous and exciting with your life that can increase your credibility, expose you to millions of people, I'm encouraging you to have your own talk show. I used to have a talk show. That one talk show catapulted me to another level. Now there are more people watching the internet, as you are aware, than television. Yes. Come on, somebody. That's right. Dr. Kim Jacobs, she trained people on how to have their own talk show. She will train you how to do that. And now with me working, partnering with her, now you have the combination of an audience, expansive audience. We have over 4 million people in all of our platforms and the coaching you need to grow your business, to grow your multi-level marketing organization, to draw more attention to yourself in this noisy economy. Go ahead, Kim. So in the training that I do, Les, I actually do a six-week training. It's one hour per week. And each week I meet with the individuals one-on-one. We go through and we talk about all of the things that's necessary for a show to become a reality. We go from how to actually identify your focus area. 
what's going to be your ideal customer that's going to be tuning in. We'll talk about how to get guests, how to get sponsorship, how to go about getting your lighting, your branding, and your banners, and everything that you need to know. And guess what, Les? They right. own their own content at the end of the day. And that's exciting. Now, if you're ready to, to, to create a shift in your business and in your life and increase your cash flow, I want you to go to KimJacobsConsulting.com. It's right there on the screen. KimJacobsConsulting.com. You know, people say opportunity knocks on every door. Right. No. Opportunity stands by silently waiting for you to recognize it. So I want you to recognize that this is a time for you. This is an incredible time to have your own talk show. It establishes a level of credibility. Yes. And by being exposed to people on a regular basis, it allows you to strategically begin to impact and attract your audience. She can take you in a place in yourself that you can't go by yourself. So go to Kim Jacobs consulting.com. That's Kim Jacobs consulting.com. Did I say Kim Jacobs consulting.com? Yes, you did. Very good. Make sure you go there and sign up for the coaching. And we're looking forward to working with you. You have something special. You have greatness within you. That's my story. And that's Kim's story. And we're sticking to it. Bye for now. And speaking of incredible coaching, let's move on to yours. Tell us, Julie, what is it that you do? What do you offer? Well, we have, <clears throat> there are several things. So outside of my, you know, going in and doing the corporate trainings and leadership trainings, uh, for entrepreneurs, for individuals who really want, or even just individuals who want to understand how to get better control of their mind and their brain and understand that mind-brain connection. Uh, I do one-to-one -one coaching. I have one-to-one -one coaching packages. I also have an amazing 20-week program that's called Change Your Mind, Control Your Brain, Manage Your Mindset. There's mm -hmm. all of these very like really practical steps uh, to do right on a daily basis that are gonna just change and shifts literally your brain chemistry. And then the coup d'etat, if you will, that I'm proudest of is the Your Best Mind um, Neurotransformation Coaching Program. So we have basically, I took my brain <laughs> and I put it into a coaching program. So you learn everything that, that I talk about, everything that I teach, and then you can either use it in your current coaching business to up-level, you know, your your uh what you the quality of service that you bring to you your clients or you can build a business around it um whatever that looks like but it's it's a powerful program so those are kind of the the three main things that i do yeah i remember a little bit about that where you, you you're really branching out julie to get this information to get this assessment to where it is so helpful for people to really learn about themselves you're you're spreading it and pushing it out into the world in this glorious glorious way because you're you're training and coaching others to understand it to know it to be able to assess others and and share the knowledge and the value um, so I think that's really cool. And then I wanted to go back a little bit to your 20-week program. That's amazing. That's a very long program. And whereas, as I don't know how, how many people really know, but it takes that long to really have change that is going to stick, change that is going to be consistent throughout the rest of your life. Um, and within that, I'm curious, 
Do you have any stories of really great transformations from people who have gone through that program? Yeah, you know, it's the the actual 20 week expansion uh, is a new one. But we have individuals who have uh, just one who worked with me very briefly in the one to one. She she said that after in just in understanding her brain strengths, she made some tweaks in her business that took her from being in the red consistently uh, losing money, ready to hang up her hat and stop mm-hmm. into profit center within a year and to a high profit center within a year. And now 10 years later, she's actually ready to retire. Like she is just, she has more money than what she, she, she told me several times, I have more money than what I, I know what to do with. Right. Because it's just a shift. It's training <laughs> your problem. brain. I know such a problem. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's, it, there's a, it, amazing transformations of uh, couples who have, been on the verge of divorce, like this is our last straw, have gone, oh, okay, let's try it again, respecting each other's brains and brain personality mm-hmm. connections. So it has made uh, just tremendous uh, difference in their in their marriage, and they're still together after, you know, wanting to go for a divorce 10 years ago. So now, yeah, now yeah. that right there is, is a massive testimony and and worth everything wouldn't you say because how often i mean statistically that is just so uncommon so rare to be able to heal something that seems like you can't like yeah. it's impossible and the damage that has been done and created during that time period of feeling like it's impossible and so that's very impressive to me. It just, you know, when you start learning and having the awareness of, okay, well, you're responding this way, I'm responding this way because, and now that we know that, we can understand that and choose to respond differently. Mm-hmm. And understanding what goes on at the second you're stressed, right? The reason why we say, pardon the, the term, stupid things to each other oftentimes is because we're not thinking. Yeah. Because we've gone into that uh, that lower portion of our brain. We've lost the ability to understand the consequences of our actions, which means we don't think through what we say. And so therefore we say hurtful things and then we regret them later. But now pride gets in the way and we're not able to. But now once you pull back the pride and you go, wait a minute, it has to do with brain strengths. It's, you know, this is the way I communicate. This is the way they communicate. Now let's honor that within each other and start thinking receiver, not sender. Because mm. at the end of the day, I want my, I want my husband to know what I need. Right. He, and yeah. that, there, that there's nothing wrong with that. 36 right. years of marriage, there's nothing wrong with that. However, I have to make sure that I send it in a way that he knows Right. I can say it all day long, but if I'm sending it in a female way to a male brain, it's got a very male brain. And if I'm being too emotional about it and I'm I'm sending the message in a way that his brain, it just goes right over or in and out. Mm. Right? I need to stop. I need to think single thought focused. I need to wait until he's not distracted by something else because that's the way his brain is wired. I need to approach it in a way that his brain is going to understand. Yeah. And, and that's huge. So we, we think receiver, not sender. And that makes a tremendous difference in our, our interactions, whether it's workmates, uh, neighbors, spouses, right? 
Oh, you offer so many cool things, Julie, to help people, you know, on their wellness journey and to transform their lives. Thank you so, so much. Is there anything else that you want to share with our audience today? You know, just I, I would love I'd love to stay connected with me. I'm on um, I'm Brain Lady Julie on on Instagram. I'm Brain Lady Julie just about everywhere. <laughs> LinkedIn. Um, I think it's Brain Lady Julie or I don't know. It's something like that on Facebook. You can find you can find me there. But yeah, stay connected. Uh, we do the Brain Lady Speaks podcast as well. So you can stay there. We have a women entrepreneurs group where we network and we're going to be putting out. We just launched the announcement about our collaborative book, uh, Women Excelling Everywhere. So just lots mm -hmm. of cool things to stay connected and, and share with me your thoughts and your questions. And yeah, we'll share brain power. Ah, share brain power. So cool. Uh, yes. And I definitely want to let the audience know um, right away, if you're listening, www.yourbestmindllc.com. Again, that's www.yourbestmindllc.com. Also, Julie's information is going to be in the description of these videos and these podcasts below. So be sure to check those out so you know exactly how to contact I want to thank you again, Julie, for being on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Thank you. thank you for sharing your light and your wisdom with us. And I want to thank our guest for being here today and supporting the Wellness Driven Life Show. Without you and your generous contributions, we wouldn't be here to offer these incredible guests with their stories and transformative information for you. So I want to come bring this to a closing. I also want to let... Um, our audience know that our sponsor today, one of our sponsors today is by Kangen Water. And people everywhere are discovering the life-changing power of Kangen Water. Find out more at www.kangenval.com. That's www.kangenval.com, K-A-N-G-E-N-V-A-L. Find out some fascinating information with that. So, with all that said and done, I'm going to bid everyone farewell. Thank you so much for being here. And if you have comments that you want to ask myself or Julie, you can always leave a comment in the comment section below and we will get back to you. So have a wonderful rest of your day and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye now. Now.